Typical octopus has how many hearts? Um, um, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing it's not one. It's definitely not. It's not more. It's more than one. Yeah, that's uh, that. I assumed it wasn't zero or one. Yeah, I, I was pretty confident that if you were going to ask this question, it's going to be like interesting. It'd be weird. I'm going to go. Was... What? Nope. <laughs> what were you gonna say well i was gonna say it'd be weird if it was eight and it was like eight hearts eight per like leg. In, one in each yeah leg yeah or wait aren't leg. they arms i guess they're arms arms legs same thing that's a good right? question are they legs or arms <laughs> i think they're just tentacles do octop octopi have legs or arms <laughs> uh <laughs> google's gonna be like you're stupid we're shutting down uh, your ability to google things they are arms yeah, they're considered arms. Um, <laughs> so that's just a stupid question. <laughs> so how many hearts? Four. You're so close. It was three. It was three hearts. So I feel like close in this question is not really that close because i missed then I, I was like over by one whole heart an entire heart yeah if it was like how many fries are in this this mcdonald's you know that fry would be impressive i was off by one that would be impressive yeah but being off by an entire heart in an animal is kind of a lot it's a lot it's a problem yeah um yeah so that's that um how was your week carson my... <laughs> My week was good. My week was solid. Um, I haven't. I I don't know if you have found yourself in this position. I guess not as much because you're from Florida, but mm -hmm. um, I've been having like it's like January, which is a really awful time of the year. I really hate January, and I've been feeling the isolation. Um, so I'm I'm having an okay week, but I've been spending a lot of time alone, which is okay. But yeah, I got the new Pokemon game. And I have oh, yeah? been playing so much of it. I think I've put in like eight hours and I bought it like less than 24 hours ago. I've just been playing it nonstop. Um, Is it good? It's so good. I don't know if you're a big Pokemon game fan. Oh, okay. But... I haven't like recently because I don't own a Switch. Yeah. Uh, and I don't own like a, whatever the, you know, the portable before that was. Right, right. Like a 3DS or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. But when I was younger, I played so much Pokemon. Like, I am of the age where I caught the original wave of yeah. Pokemon. Like, trading cards. Like, I think we talked about this a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, trading cards in the in my second grade classroom. Right, right. Um, you know, I went to summer camp. We all were playing the, like, red version, blue yeah, version at summer and camp. Blue. And, like, people talking about missing no and stuff. <laughs> and, like, because this is, like, before, you, you know, people had the internet right. to to really like Google. find all this stuff on like it was like word of mouth of, of how to do all this stuff <laughs> that's more exciting di different time yeah damn but yeah i was a huge pokemon game fan like i i played like all of them for damn. You know, a long time yeah but yeah how's this one i haven't played you know obviously any of the the switch the switch stuff. ones this is they're they're branching out it's a little bit different it's an open world game so it's kind of like breath of the wild 
which I know you probably haven't played either. That that's sounds. Also Switch. I, but I had a roommate who played a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, so I used to watch it a bit. But yeah, that sounds good. It's it's pretty great. I mean, it's not as like even close to being as good as Breath of the Wild, and it's got like some hilariously bad glitches that it's like like it's like kind of unfinished like they need to do a lot of work but it's extreme i don't even think it really matters the glitches i'm like it's so fun just like catching badoofs and you know battling them yeah <laughs> i yeah i'm having a blast just ex- like just specifically badoofs like there's a lot of badoofs catch and battle yeah. any other <laughs> there's no other <laughs> yeah it's it's the specifically badoof game um, yeah, it's really that they went that, different. That, that's that's the it's why it's, it's unfinished. They only have Bidoofs. <laughs> like, they didn't put any of the other catch Pokemon. All in. the different Bidoofs. Yeah, you get to the first gym and you just have to beat a bunch of Bidoofs. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally a side quest in the game where the main village that you're from. It, there's like a bunch of Bidoofs that come and are really disruptive and mess with people in the town, and you have to kind of find those Bidoofs in the game. Yeah. So they really are. Yeah. It's kind of an issue. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what they say, right? The only way to stop a Bidoof is with a suda wudu. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I hope you'd say. It's another great Pokemon name. What yeah. is your favorite Pokemon, Jeff? Have we talked? We've talked about this a little bit. I feel like. Well, yeah. I still have, a you know, all the cards from when I was younger. Right. Um. When and like the original like. For me, the original Pokemon were the ones I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, like, the second generation, I, I still played all those, and I was big into that as well. Right. But, yeah, favorite Pokemon. I mean, when I was, you know, eight or whatever, I, I was all into all in on Blastoise. Blastoise is the best. Blastoise is great. Yeah, I always pick Squirtle as the starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a solid choice. And anyone Charizard. who picked overrated yeah well, see yeah but like charmander still a solid pick. super cool but anyone who picked bulbasaur is a sociopath they're weird they're weird <laughs> it's like but, like when the other two are like the cutest thing possible right and then you pick whatever bulbasaur. that freak is yeah <laughs> big like boil on his back i know um, <laughs> growing fungus um yeah yeah i I agree. I don't think I've ever picked the the leaf or the bug or not bug. Leaf, right? I don't know. The green yeah. one. I never picked the green one. Um, yeah, you never picked the green one. No. I mean, also in the original <laughs> one, it's like, you know, you would get Squirtle because you would just, like, destroy Brock in the first gym. Yeah. <laughs> you just start yeah. bubbling everything. Yeah. The bubbles are insane. They yeah, dude, do like a lot Geodude. Of you you just one hit Geodudes all over the place. In yeah. That gym. Well, there's a bunch of that's that's the thing about this new one. It's just nothing but Geodude and nothing but Bidoofs. Those are kind of the main guys. Got to <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, well, it's good that your uh, your week was fun. It was fun. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm having a a good time. I forget what else. I. I yeah, I haven't really done much this week, to be honest. I put out the sleep podcast. The, oh, the, I did see that. The spinoff. Um, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't listened to it yet, but how's it doing? It's, it's you know, it's a grower. I think it'll be a grower. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like, 
I, I don't know if you saw, a lot of people have been making the, the joke that um, they already listened to this podcast to fall asleep. That's kind of the running bit I did see going that. on. And I'm like, I don't fully take offense to that. But I'm also like, if I, if that's what people are getting out of this, I'm going to put that somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I've been told in my videos, people use my videos to fall asleep. And I'm like, I also don't take offense to that. Um, yeah. To a certain and extent. I think, <laughs> yeah. But the thing, though, is I think these are people who are such big fans that these are not first time you know views of right. the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, yeah. you're getting free, you know, YouTube ad revenue. Exactly. Because you fall asleep to the video like, autoplay, you just keep playing my yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you know what? I never really thought of that, but your the voice you do in your YouTube videos is like a solid, you know, you're not getting too high right. to like wake people up. People it's like a nice say that they they're like you and I didn't even mean for that to happen. I was just like, this is a nice calm voice to do, and now people yeah. fall asleep to it. So I was like, fuck it, let's just do the do the sleep podcast <laughs> then. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, can you give like a a taste? Like pretend that you are in GeoGuessr right now and you're seeing some <laughs> sign that's in like Korean. What would you say? All right, I would. I'd pitch it down a little bit start talking like this and looks like we just landed in korea uh a lot of mountains a lot of grass around us usually if you go anywhere in korea you're gonna do pretty well because korea is a pretty small country uh and that's the that's the voice i talk in (laughs) (laughs) i have a lot of sound effects um so in between each round i put in a little airplane so it like it's like we're just landing in this oh. new country. <laughs> See, I like um, that. Yeah, you know, if, if the airplane was like really, really loud, <laughs> it's like it's like a bunch of people screaming, we're crashing. <laughs> it's just it's a horrific ride. <laughs> and then you just get back to being calm. You're like, looks like we just landed in South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> I um time to take a trip to Bloemfontein. <laughs> <gasps> there was a time in the uh episode I just put out where I forgot I did the sound effect and then I forgot to like press out of it. So it just kept going for a really long time and eventually when I stopped doing it I was like wow, what a long flight or something like that. Um I'm just I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um now you know i hope it continues to grow i do have a very interesting idea for you yeah uh because you stream geoguessr a lot yeah well i mean you you live live stream the sleep podcast someone literally that's yeah i never considered that until recently and um i forget if it was the last stream but someone was like would you ever do it live i was like that's not a bad idea just like <laughs> hop on and put everybody to sleep in real time <laughs> yeah wait what what if you did a live show in like a theater for the sleep podcast <laughs> here's the thing i there is a sleep podcast that i use oh i've been using it for like two years now which is partially why i wanted to start one because i was like I, this guy is really successful and why not? But I looked him up on YouTube once because I was like, I wonder like what he looks like slash like what his deal is. And there was a Vice video 
all about him where they do like this short doc about him Mm -hmm. and in the video he does a live performance of the sleep podcast where everyone gets in like this small room and it's a bunch of fans and they bring like blankets and pillows and they just like fall asleep while he just like talks for like two hours and i was like what is this event (laughs) just you just go and take a nap you paid to take a nap (laughs) i know because like if you're sleeping what's the point of you being there yeah i'm like what is it the collective experience like what's what is the benefit (laughs) did i ever tell you about this thing i went to that was at the museum like the chicago modern art museum no and it was uh there was this giant inflatable igloo (laughs) and everyone you everyone went inside this igloo and we all had to lay down and they would on like in the igloo in the inside they projected all of these um like generated comment or it was like an algorithm that would find it would like parse comments from i forget where it got them from like maybe reddit or something um and they this had someone in this igloo just like reading all of these (laughs) algorithmically um like selected comments oh my god and there was like this it was like uh nighttime and all these stars were there yeah and um and that's like projected on the top and then it would like slowly transform into day and the comments would get less and less um, like obscure. They would become more like pointed because the first ones would just be like, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you would get to be like full sentences by the end of it. That sounds really cool to be honest. That's yeah. It was nuts. I don't get what the, what the message of the art is, but I think that's a really fun idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just in terms of like, I don't know, it sounded similar to the sleep podcast thing, which is like more of a communal weird experience than yeah. really learning anything. Learning any, no, yeah. I'm just like, I'd feel bad if I were the guy. I feel less bad if you're like from a distance, like putting people to sleep online. Yeah. But just be to be in the room and be intentionally boring, I'm just like, <laughs> so it's got to hurt a little bit. When everyone's just falling asleep in front of you. Um, Anyways, yeah, that's uh, so that's my week. Uh, How's your week? Yeah, my week, Jeff. My week's not been great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been not the best week, but you know, I think um, you need bad weeks to compare against other weeks to make them seem good. Exactly, and because if every week was a good week. You wouldn't. Then every week would also be a bad week. Yeah, and a bad week makes for a good podcast because you know this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it would if I shared my week, well... which I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me, everyone. If you heard about this week, I told Karsten. If you heard about this week, you'd be like, "This week is crazy." I, I, it, it, yeah, yeah. I was in disbelief for a few days. Yeah after hearing about jeff's week (laughs) and i'm literally we are not doing a bit it's a it's kind of insane (laughs) and if we reach 500 dollars a month on patreon i'll share the (laughs) (laughs) jeff Jeff will share what happened this week i literally i think there's gonna People are going to do a frame-by-frame analysis of this podcast and this video to try and figure out what happened. 
I hope you know that. Yep. I hope Reddit goes yeah, crazy I mean, with this. <laughs> like, trying to yeah, figure out. The only thing, uh, you know, is that for people watching the video of this, mm-hmm. I'm clearly not home and I'm I'm using the, the bad mic again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But next, I mean, hopefully next week I'll be back. Yeah. With the good mic. That's the thing. Uh, that's the plan. The week's not over. Anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you never know. Oh, uh, some a little news. <laughs> Dirtbag mm-hmm. had its little premiere last night in uh, oh, yeah? Montana. I have no idea how it went because obviously I didn't go to Montana. <laughs> I see. Um, I see. You're not in Montana. I'm not in Montana. Uh, but oh, dirt- I feel. Oh, I know the segue. I know the segue. Oh my God! You're such. Let's like leave it here. Let's leave it here. Okay. So Dirtbag was at Montana. Hope everyone there enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Jeff, did you have something to say? Uh, wait. Uh, <laughs> did, I, I didn't want to cut you off. That's the thing. I didn't want to cut you off. That was the problem. <laughs> did you have more to say about Montana? I had no- nothing to say about Montana. No. That's... Okay. Okay. Then. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Montana, <laughs> something else that took place in Montana was the movie this week. Yep. The Power of the Dog. Um. Which let me just say, and I get. Thanks to GeoGuessr and our our experience playing it. While watching the movie, I was like, this is not Montana. They're saying it takes place in Montana. This is not Montana. It is New Zealand. Looked it up after the movie. They were in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, just... and, that, and that's because um, <laughs> the uh, the Google you Google car you noticed was the New Zealand Google car. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, in the right? Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if you pan down in any of these shots, you'll see... The Google Street View car. You'll see the bumpers. <laughs> You'll see the bumpers. You'll see those bumpers that tell you this is New Zealand. Um, yeah. You'll notice in the film they were driving their horses on the left. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously New Zealand. Yeah. Um, I wonder when that was implemented, like the road rules. So it was all when it was part of the you know English Empire. Mm, okay. So it was like the English, you know, th- it, it, when the Industrial Revolution happened in cars and stuff, it was when I, whatever when England they owned, they were just it. like, you're all driving on the left. Gotcha. Wow. You learn something new every day. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I got to be honest, I never explicitly read that, but the, I'm you assuming can assume that's it. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, this week we're talking about The Power of the Dog. Uh, this is a new film from Jane Campion, uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, which is almost my name, Kirsten Karsten, uh, Jesse Plemons. Dunst? Dunst? Dunst Quist, yeah. Um, Dunst Quist. <laughs> that sounds like someone trying to insult you online, like, Karsten Dunst Quist. Dunst Quist. Yeah, it's probably been said at some point. People really... There's <laughs> been a lot of different nicknames. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a 2021 release western drama it's we'll we'll, we'll, we're gonna talk about it and the synopsis is a domineering rancher responds with mocking cruelty when his brother brings home a new wife and her son until the unexpected comes to pass that is now now that you've seen the movie you you'd understand Mm -hmm. i feel like this is a really difficult movie to come up with a synopsis for (laughs) and yeah that kind of that did it that that did it pulled it off 
Um, it pulled it off. Because here's the thing. A synopsis has no other purpose than getting you to see the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you've already seen the movie, you can just tell someone what it's about mm-hmm. with your own words. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and does that make so, you want to watch I mean, the it, movie? It, I, I mean, as much as I as much as I could for a genre I definitely am not usually fond of watching. True. Westerns, which Western is slow burns. Yeah. Western slow burns. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the last one of these we watched was cry macho. <laughs> it literally, it literally was. Yeah. Um, man, what a movie. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about this one. We'll, we'll talk spoiler free at first. Yeah. Um, and when did you watch it, by the way, Jeff? Like, when? What is the timeline? Uh, today. You watched it today. Well, that's a good place I watched to. It today. The thing I've, I've, before seeing this movie, everybody I know, Miles being one of them, we were gonna have Miles on. He couldn't make it today, um, but he, he's a huge advocate for this movie, and he was like, "You're gonna be confused for most of it, and then in the last ten minutes, a lot of things will get answered, and then you're gonna think about it for like the next few days." And he that happened with me i was like i was kind of confused but i was intrigued which i think is mm-hmm. very important and something that this movie does so well it's like you cannot have any clue what's going on yet still be sort of aware of what's going on um and yeah this one it sticks it's really yeah it really stays with you um and i yeah i just really loved it i'm sure everyone i've talked about this on my channel twice now in my top 20 but jeff what did you think what was your first time like watching this movie now you know as someone who has a degree in anthropology okay um, your own (laughs) this is nothing to do about the movie but your own kind of like uh experiences affect how you perceive the world Uh uh-huh so i don't think i'm gonna be thinking about this for the next few days yeah (laughs) because i have other things to think about the aforementioned week um but i do i see how someone with less things they're thinking about would think about this yeah yeah now- um yeah now this film uh you know hit a lot of the same notes that the other slow burn western we western we've seen cry macho. Hit, i thought <laughs> no not cry macho first cow <laughs> that yeah we did watch first cow which yeah. is even slower, in my opinion. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like, yeah, cry macho. I literally thought you were yeah, going to say like cry that macho. part where, where, yeah, it's it's slow because Clint Eastwood's old, There's so he chicken. walks really slowly. Yeah. 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 No, I, these, where do we start? Where do we yeah. start, Karsten? Well, I was just going to start, I guess, with stuff that isn't a spoiler, like the yes. technical sides of the movie. We could talk. Right. The cinematography is really nice. Yep. Um, yes. I think we can both agree on that. Um, I, I think we can. The score is I, great. Uh, yeah. I'm always so interested in, in how, like, you know, these new Westerns are lit. Yeah. Because, obviously, they're in a place that doesn't have electricity. True. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was, like, really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is true. I've never t- taken that into consideration. Do you think it's like mostly natural light, or 
There's got to be like some. No, I, I, no, I think that they're they're absolutely blasting in, <laughs> you know, giant lights from outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just saw the new West Side Story, and for someone like you who has like worked on set with lights a lot, I a medium amount, medium Not amount <laughs> more than me though. He is like blasting lights in that movie. Like the lights in West Side Story are just on. They're everywhere. It's like, yeah, really weird, but like kind of cool looking. I've just never seen it like that, where they're just directly putting it in the actor's face, and I'm like, yeah, wow, bold. Anyway, that's not this movie. Yeah, that was uh, for anyone interested in in how to light. Um, mm-hmm. Our episode we did on another new newer Western, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, No Country for Old yeah, Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon uh, with Brandon. Yeah, I, I remember I asked Brandon like what he looks for when he lights, and he uh, recently has been doing a lot of, a lot of big big things. So that was a good yeah. episode if you're interested in lighting. But yeah, I mean, my concept of lighting is is not <laughs> even in the same stratosphere as someone like him. Yeah. But I mean, I just think you know when I if I would think about it, I'm like just blast some light through the window, call it a day. <laughs> exactly, and it looks okay. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, it's daytime. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I get it, and then uh, uh, just just make it really blue if it's night. If it's nighttime, yeah, yeah, it's extra blue. <laughs> um, I thought the all the performances in this movie are really great. Um, I really like mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch in it. He's like so yeah. mysterious and creepy the whole movie. Like, yeah, such a dick, but like always like you're kind of just like you never really get to know him. And I don't know. He does like such a good do- good job, good job at like withholding certain stuff, but still giving you like enough to understand his motives. Um, yeah, that's the thing is that it was this really interesting performance where he felt like a fully fleshed out person without ever giving away anything specific about himself or his motivations. Like totally. in in a way, you know, what I mean, it's like where you knew his motivations, but like it was hard to to like connect to him where you were like i understand his brain yeah yeah exactly and i think that's like it's such a fragile it's like a thin line he had to ride and i thought he really pulled it off he he wrote it well just like he was taught by by, what's that guy's name fuck what's his name oh it was a really goofy name yeah oh jesus i wish i remember the name like like buck horse rider yeah no it's literally like Oh my god, it's gonna kill me! I just watched this too. You and I just watched what his name it because was. he wasn't a real character. I mean, no, he was, yeah, they just talked about his name all the time. The power of the dog, cowboy. His name's Phil. Uh, I know that much. Not the cowboy we're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, it's um, uh, Phil. Yeah, that's that's uh, that uh, was Benedict's name. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which is actually a hilarious name <laughs> for a cowboy. <laughs> just, just plain old Phil. <laughs> because especially because they went all out on his mentor making yeah. it like a very country like mm-hmm. dumb name bronco henry that's they're... bronco henry there you go <laughs> and then they're like okay so uh yeah this guy's phil just phil just <laughs> yeah phil and george are their names yeah um yeah. but anyway i like he was great jesse plemons really good as always i feel like he's like mm-hmm. just always really great um 
Cody Smith McPhee, who plays the kid, I thought he was amazing. He just won the Golden Globe, I think, for this role for Best Supporting, which I like. Good for him. Good for him. Um, That's the other thing. We'll talk about, like, the Oscars, because I feel like that was 90% of why I really wanted to do this on the podcast, because I'm like, this is a, like, really big award movie as of now. Um, But, yeah, all the technical stuff like blew it out of the park like the music i don't know if you had any strong feelings about the music but it was johnny greenwood you know radiohead yeah i gotta be honest you didn't remember the music i never make a <laughs> mental note of the music on the first watch ever I, man, every time we talk about this like every now and then i'll remember like one part of it if yeah. it's like really intense um but if it's like this where it's kind of like accentuates it is what it what's is. happening i just yeah I don't remember it at all. That's fair. That's fair. I'll take your word for it, though. It's pretty good. It's better than his um, licorice pizza score, in my opinion. Maybe people disagree yeah. with that, but he's busy boy. Um, and that's most of what I have to say about the non-spoiler stuff. Yeah. Um, do you do you watch? Did you watch this with subtitles on? No, I watched it in a theater the first time, and then with subtitles on the second time. Um, do you when you watch stuff not in a theater do you watch it have we ever talked about like the frequency at, at which you put subtitles on things i if i'm not in a theater i'm gonna put on subtitles pretty much all the time i because i've started doing that more yeah it's just nice to know what they're saying you know right it's just nice to know and like i just watched the tragedy of Macbeth, and i don't understand shakespeare that whole movie is in shakespeare and uh subtitles i if i had not had subtitles i don't think i would have understood a damn thing like i needed to read the words (laughs) so yeah yeah and that's it's just like any movie i'd prefer to have them on are Um, there any theaters that play subtitles if it's not if it's in like the native language of the country obviously i don't think so i feel like it's because it's like there's some people that really dislike they like they don't want text on the screen they want it like completely pure that's why i liked being in france when i was there uh because i could um like read the subtitles for in english if they uh, but that would have been because the film was in french yeah i think i'm i'm mostly referring to like can and when i was there it was like (laughs) okay slight technical difficulty but we're back um (laughs) let's then get into spoilers i guess this is a good time yeah. to do that um so be honest because mm-hmm. i will come clean the first time i watched this i f- didn't fully understand what happened at the end uh yeah do you understand what happened at the end i, I yeah i think so okay cuz i i we got out of the theater it was like me cookie joe and miles and everyone was like what the fuck and i was like i i think i'm just not there I was like, <laughs> you, you were like yeah that was unfortunate he died mysteriously we'll never know what happened <laughs> yeah i was like why did he die what happened yeah um yeah you're you're like well george said it wasn't that that disease so it couldn't have been <laughs> couldn't have been that disease <laughs> um <laughs> so at the end of the movie and this is assuming yes. everyone here has seen it Let's just talk about it. The kid kills Phil. 
it's kill Phil, but in kill a cool Bill. way. In a cool, like one, like one of the coolest deaths possible. Because yeah, he basically like he's had this cut on his like hand, right? The infection, and then dips it into the 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 anthrax or whatever. Or that's how he dies. Yeah. Um, gets into his blood, and then obviously he gets really sick and he dies. And mm-hmm. To really like once once I was like oh because I was like I think he killed him but I didn't know how that happened and then when I remembered the the bucket I was like wow that was that's sick that's really yeah um he was sick he was <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely was sick yeah um, yeah and I I love that because it is a movie where it's like you don't really know what who is trying to get what out of who the entire movie because i'm like mm-hmm. my read the whole time was just okay phil's an asshole phil's just a piece of shit who's right. trying to ruin this woman's life and her family's life um definitely like knew he was gay i was like he's got a lot of like gay history with bronco henry but right uh <laughs> just gay history i but he's I, I just didn't know, like, what his intentions were. I was like, is he going for the kid or something? Is this, like, a predator story? And it, like, half was and halfway wasn't. Like, the kid was going against him. Anyway, yeah. I'm I'm just, like, kind of losing my train of thought as I no, go. No, but... that thought path is what everyone <laughs> is taking in this yeah. film. <laughs> they're like, wait, so the... Wait, they're like, wait, so the kid isn't just trying to be accepted? The kid has, right. like, his own ulterior motive? And... Exactly, exactly. And then, watching it a second time, you just pick up on so much... I'm like, the kid is planning this since, like, day... Since, basically, he burned his flower. Which is, like, such a mean yeah. thing to do. I was like, poor guy. Um, from then on out, you they just, like, have all these scenes with the kid where he's, like fucking researching how to dissect animals or like how to do all this scientific whatever he like gets the stuff from the cow and the i'm just like it's so cool watching it back and just seeing some stuff that like kind of just went over my head the first time and it's just one of those movies that's just like gets better every time you watch it um mm-hmm. yeah what well, i mean you... i've only seen it once so Jeff, i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's only seen it once, but it did get better every time I watched. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I I'm trying to like. I mean, that that is. I mean, that's the the big takeaway. That's the that's the takeaway mm-hmm. is that you know by the end of it, your brain is like unwrapping this really uh, complicated, you know, interweaving plot. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's the whole like essence of the film yeah is is you know finally understanding because it's just crazy how it it can make sense in retrospect so much but in the moment all of the motivations are kind of hidden behind these like other motivations Mm -hmm. where you know phil it looks like he you know maybe is like trying to groom the the kid Mm -hmm. and then also have this kind of weird wanting to recreate his relationship with bronco henry where he's bronco henry yeah yeah um and then you're like oh this kid just wants to be accepted but then Mm -hmm. you know it turns out he actually wants revenge and he's right he's he knows that this guy loves bronco henry and is trying to be bronco henry so he try he like can manipulate him by pretending that that he is phil Mm -hmm. or young phil yeah and that's the thing it's like 
I I feel like a lot of criticisms I see for the movie are people that are like, it's well, once you get it, like once you get what happened or whatever, it's like, yeah, it's cool, but there's not much else to the movie. It's just basically a really meticulous killing or revenge story. But I'm also like, I disagree because of like what you just said. It's like, it's about just this kid who is, I don't know. I, I felt like he had really great motives and like he's he's doing it out of protection for his mom and his family yeah. and for like their future to not like keep this really awful cycle going um and on the other hand phil's motivations are just purely selfish and like really trying to protect his own masculinity in a lot of ways and it's just i'm like they're both really well written characters on both sides and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and I really it, liked it. I mean, the just the concept of, of what like power is is really interesting in this film mm-hmm. because Phil outwardly acts as if he's the most powerful person all the time and is right. like a huge asshole. Um, when in fact, you know, this the kid had the power the entire time mm-hmm. in terms of like grasping the the totality of the situation. Yeah, totally. Uh, and also, it's just interesting that you know you don't see that many films do this thing where you know this person perceived as powerless is has been portrayed in this way where they end up i don't know i I don't know it is it's like a lot to think about with this film Mm -hmm. well it's just like it's it's a really creative way of showing how like the different ways someone can have power over another person it's like it's not just this singular way and you don't have to be an asshole like phil and it's not even you okay you're back i <laughs> i was like please no oh were you carrying that without me i was well i would i just saw you freeze um but i don't know i i just think it's like a really good way of them just like it's not necessarily try, trying to overpower phil but like take back their own control of their lives because it's like he was basically just controlling them before then like one of the best scenes and this is just an excuse to bring up this scene is when she's playing the piano trying to learn that melody oh <laughs> and then he just comes out with the banjo and uh yeah yeah it's like one of my favorites in the whole movie um and i don't know i just i just think it's great that like he thinks he's in control this entire time but in reality or in hindsight it's like the kid has been behind it the entire time kind of yeah. leading him down this this path um yeah thought it was a really great movie <laughs> um i will say like talking oscar chances if we want to talk about that um uh-huh. i people are saying it's between this and belfast for best picture and i just don't think this is like a best picture movie um we both neither of us have seen belfast from what i know of maybe maybe jeff secretly watched no i haven't seen belfast (laughs) um but yeah i'm just like this is like this is a really slow movie (laughs) it's really slow and i don't think a lot of i don't think slow movies have typically won over audiences at the oscars at the end of the day which is why i'm like not entirely sure this is going to take it but um you know that's why only fast movies should win the Oscars. Yep. That's I'm gonna die on that. Hill. Yeah, that's like, why Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two should have won the Oscars. Won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, 
Should have taken Fast and the Furious should be. Did you see how fast that raccoon was? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um (laughs) Imagine. Best picture, like they they're like Fast and like Fast and the Furious nine and they cut and it's like Vin Diesel like like looking around in a tuxedo. (laughs) It's clapping. They're like they got like Jane Fond up there. She's like these movies why she's not british i don't know why i made her british <laughs> they represent the best speed of the year um anyways and we could all learn something something about life about in the fast lane um <laughs> anyways i i feel like i'm i'm about done uh rap i want any like other thoughts though jeff on the movie any concluding um thoughts um not a comfort watch for me no i've i <laughs> taking jeff's week into consideration i was like well we should have watched barb and star this week not yeah <laughs> the other week um but yeah yeah good to know what are you feeling for we'll do time of day for this one um, why not why not time of day, time of day uh, and uh and, and just a score. Uh, I'll say 6.30 p.m. I was going to say that, too. On a Thursday. On a Thursday, like midweek. Definitely not like yeah. your your weekend night movie, but like something to ponder over during the yeah. week. Yeah, um, it's like right after you eat dinner, you get yeah. into this movie. Yeah, or or eat while watching the movie. Yeah, you could do that. I watched... Just don't... Well, although I, there is uh, some animal, like kind there's of diseased animal gross. stuff, and also there's some... <laughs> some uh like animal brutality near the beginning yeah maybe not maybe not the best for for eating i watched unless you're on a plant-based diet yeah you're in the clear yeah i watched this with my parents which i realized was an interesting choice uh, about halfway into the movie i was like maybe this wasn't (laughs) the choice for tonight (laughs) but my mom loved it my mom was like over the moon about it thought it was great basically said everything i said which was like yeah. so it's always so validating when your mom likes the movie because i'm just she's picky yeah um my dad fell asleep multiple times and at the end of the movie it was like it was a bit slow and i was like you didn't watch the movie but yeah anyway oh that's yeah <laughs> it's a classic dad yeah um so your do your parents always let you decide the movie they I mean, sometimes. They're it, like, this is our movie kid. It's <laughs> they, They're honestly like kind of on the fence about it. They will, at the end of the day, just pick what they want to watch. Yeah. But my mom... Well, that's because you go do stuff that's crazy, where you're just like, hey, what if we watch Titan? Titan. <laughs> <laughs> and they're I, like, uh, Karsten, uh, we need to have a word no, with you. <laughs> they, they don't need to know about Titan. Um, the craziest thing I think I've shown them was Uncut Gems. And I really wanted to show them Uncut Gems. I was like, you guys yeah. need to watch this movie. And my dad also didn't like that one. Like, t- mm-hmm. literally 20 minutes into that movie, he was like, bad things just keep happening. What, when is... <laughs> he's like, yeah. he just keeps making mistakes. What's the point? I'm like, just keep watching. And yeah, yeah. he really didn't like it. My mom <laughs> thought it was good. Yeah. Um, I've gotten very specific with the films that, for this podcast that we decided to do that I watched with my yeah. parents. Yeah. Um, Barb and so Star. pretty much, uh, I Barb and Star we watched. Uh, <laughs> we also watched 
Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm. We watched In the Heights. So pretty much it needs to have Lin-Manuel Miranda or people in Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Needs to have some (laughs) musical numbers. Family likes musicals. Exactly. Wow. Um, You guys watched Tenet. For some reason, that's the one that stuck with me. As I I remember you guys watched Tenet and didn't like it. (laughs) So here's the thing. Um, I had... This is when I had like a projector set up. Uh Uh-huh. And... Like, no one could understand any of the words. <laughs> so I had to turn subtitles on for that one. Yeah. The sound mix is awful like, in that movie. It's, it's literally it's, horrendous. It's so bad. It's, it, it's the worst sound mix I've ever heard. Yeah. It's, it literally sounds like a sound mix in a student film. Yeah. It's bad. Um, Yeah. And also, that movie, the plot doesn't really make any Incomprehensible. sense. Incomprehensible. Yeah just completely not does not make sense parts of Tenet look like (laughs) what someone would do if they had a high production parody of a sci-fi movie like where where backwards (laughs) just like where you're running by other versions of yourself running backwards it's the funniest thing ever (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah so yeah i forget where we why we started talking oh, time about of that day, but six thirty, uh, yeah um and rating i gave this a pretty fat five i'm not gonna lie yeah. i really i really liked it i was like this is it's i can't really find a lot that i didn't enjoy if anything i thought it was like really tight and yeah just went in and did what it wanted to do did what it did yeah no it, it is a like a very well constructed film mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah there's like a lot of intentionality in in every part of the film totally totally um now saying that um you know with the whole relative me my experience relative to the <laughs> to the week the, the week i had um, the week in question i gave it a four uh-huh. because uh it was not comforting to watch this. And that is a completely valid score. That's See, that's the thing. Like, like it's I can't argue it, with on any Letterbox, of that. like you you know, I've had films that that I enjoyed. I don't know. I think that if you're in a like having a great week, yeah. Um it doesn't really cloud how you feel about the film because you can watch like a bad film and it, having a great week and you're like I can give this film I don't care. I can give this film a bad rating because it wasn't right. that good. Yeah. Um but if you're having a bad week, you can't unless the film is like amazingly comforting mm-hmm. you cannot give it a good score yeah yeah that's so you true. know um like i had a great week when i saw joker <laughs> like like I, like i was in i was in hungary i was having a great yeah. time uh didn't mean i liked the film no but i had a great time watching it i had a gigantic popcorn and a giant yeah. like two liter like soda and it cost we having like, a good five time. euros or something yeah it was, it was perfect yeah um yeah, but the film was weird. Yeah, it was twisted. Um, it was twisted, dude. And also, <laughs> I I still will never get over just in the early in the film when he opens his notebook <laughs> and they rotoscoped hit the words to be in Hungarian. And I was just like, oh, he's crazy. It's, he's it's writing so, gibberish. But it's just Hungarian. It was just Hungarian. <laughs> dude, okay. In my defense, though, have you ever seen Hungarian? It's yeah. Anytime I see it some looks, gibberish in GeoGuessr, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're in Hungary. <laughs> right. Um, it looks like gibberish to yeah. English speakers. It's the craziest language in Europe. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that is uh, that's the movie. Well, that's uh, the power of the dog. That's the power of the dog. We're that's, the only ones, uh, you know, in in uh, <laughs> on film podcast world. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, yeah. Film, we're in the yeah that the end their power of the dog episode by talking about Joker <laughs> in Hungarian. <laughs> um, it's on Netflix. If anyone is curious to check it out, oh, that's a that's a good men- thing to mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, next. Did you get any? Did you look for any Google reviews of this? I did, and um, and they weren't funny. Well, I didn't have time to find or really s- properly scour the way I usually do. Yeah, and... see, that's the thing. It's not good if you just read random people's well, thing because, like, then you're just like, oh, uh, Becky uh, Alfonso says, uh, I didn't enjoy this that much, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's, right. that wasn't funny. Yeah, it's it's hard to find the good stuff because everyone's so genuine all the time. I want someone to say yeah. something just completely nonsensical <laughs> yeah and it's hard like like there was only a dog in this for like 30 seconds yeah yeah <laughs> um this does have a lot of one star reviews though um like a lot of people really don't like this movie and i think it's literally because like well i don't know i i think it's getting a lot of oscar praise so a lot of people that normally wouldn't check out these like slow burn westerns yeah would check it out and just not have a, a good time with it a lot of no. people maybe like benedict cumberbatch stands who are used to his like marvel stuff maybe they just didn't it's a different pace for them uh yeah it's not exactly a marvel it's not um, a marvel yeah. Film. <laughs> yeah uh and we're back another technical difficulty we're just gonna head into questions yeah. unless but jeff you well, had I, I did have one thing to say say your thing uh i just i looked for the first time in a while um people are still commenting on letterboxd on my yeah licorice pizza you're uh, over a thousand uh, review it's at 1236 comments people um, ask me about it in my twitch streams they're like hey what are your thoughts on jeff's licorice pizza comment <laughs> section and i'm like hey i'm in support love to see how big they can take it I mean, it seems like it was like for a while, like a nice community of like a few people kind of are just having a nice conversation. Yeah. I mean, has it gotten bad or? No, it's like it actually looks really wholesome. There's like people just having like a genuine conversation on there. <laughs> so if you want to join in the fun, I think I will. <laughs> Every time we go record, to my is... licorice pizza review on Letterbox. Here's the, the best part is that the ratio of likes to comments is insane. <laughs> It has 1,236 comments and only 279 likes. likes. (laughs) I just commented, how is everyone doing? It it makes it seem like the most controversial review ever. (laughs) Watch this with Kirsten Runquist. 1,200 comments. (laughs) I really hope you, like, break a record or something. I need this to, like, blow up. Oh my god. Um great. Someone already replied. Os- oh my god. I yeah, someone beat me. Osiris said, "I'm doing good. Thanks for asking, Karsten." <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny. I think oh, they must have an alert on the like whenever someone t- like, oh, I see how this is happening. Yeah. I'm doing great, Karsten. How about you? Good. How about you? Osiris said, "This means a lot." This is so funny. This <laughs> is okay. Yeah. Anyways, 
We'll uh, we'll move into questions. Oh, another person, Alex Thomas, also said, "I'm doing great, Carson. How about you?" I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm good. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm doing great. Recording a podcast currently. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Uh, questions. Uh, three of these come from the Patreon. Uh, Jeff and I are behind on Patreon stuff this month, so we just want to like give the patrons that shout out, the $15 patrons who get their questions answered in these episodes. On these episodes. On by these... Carson Runquist And Jeff. The Karsten himself. The, Car- the only Karsten. This first one comes the only from... only one that anyone cares about. Exactly. Well, there's the Karsten that won the gold medal at the Olympics last summer, but who cares, right? Uh, this one comes yeah. from... What would you do if when you okay so he said yes would go? Um, they ask, what is your favorite type of bread and do you fuck with bagels? Uh, I do. I, I do fuck with bagels. I love bagels. Bagels are like easily the best bread in my opinion. Right behind like pretzel. Uh, I think pretzel. Well, there's different types of ba- – I thought bagel was the shape. I guess bagel is the shape, yeah. But I feel like a bagel, like, that's a pretty... I guess there's, like, New York bagel. You're right, you're right. There's different kinds of bagels. Um, it's like you could fill it with different stuff. Yeah. You know what? My favorite type of bread slash kind of bread is focaccia. Yeah. I love having oh, focaccia. Oh, that is good. Focaccia that is, great. is so good. Um, yeah. Now, I can't... That's That's one of the top five for sure definitely uh so challah is a yes jewish egg bread Mm -hmm. that's very good yep um now but my favorite bread is pretzel bread pretzel bread is great pretzel bed yeah just just pretzel pretzels who who doesn't like soft pretzels who doesn't like them um we'll we're kind of plowing through these questions so let's just move on to the next one comes from gavin gibson and it's what's your most anticipated film of this year, 2022? Avatar 2. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave Jeff this question in advance to give him some time to think, and he was really excited when he came up with an answer. And it's even funnier knowing the answer now. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm also, unironic, if that comes out this year, that's going to do some numbers that'll be big oh yeah dude it <laughs> like you could make a two million view video off of that movie off just that movie yeah yeah um jackass forever i'm looking yeah, forward I, to that also <laughs> i know um yeah that should be a good time uh dude, and death on the nile oh what is that again um, That's, I saw like a commercial on YouTube for it. It's like where everyone's on a boat on the Nile and then someone dies. Oh, and to, like, it's like a murder thing. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what movie I want to talk about? Um, is this movie coming out called Marry Me, starring? Oh my God. Wait. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You, you keep going. Um. Wait. You say. You say what you're gonna say first. Oh, I just saw the. Uh the like top build cast for this death on the Nile movie. This must've been shelved before like a while ago and then brought back. Cause isn't this like around the time of the year when they just like 
throw they just throw that they like don't really they they don't like want to release they toss them out right now yeah dude look at the cast of this movie death of the nile i think i've heard of death death on the nile yeah (laughs) oh oh my god (laughs) yeah that makes a little bit more sense that's unfortunate oh damn ridley scott involved too well yeah let us know maybe maybe it'll turn out maybe it'll be a good for anyone at home army hammer is in the movie yeah uh (laughs) which is really unfortunate um dude what do you think about the the uncharted movie uh i have no opinion on the uncharted movie i (laughs) i don't i don't pay i'm out of touch (laughs) why all right sorry no no reason just get back to it all right (laughs) i was gonna say there's this movie called marry me starring j-lo and owen wilson um where uh j-lo and owen wilson yeah she's like a big pop star and owen wilson's a fan at her concert holding up the sign that says like marry me just like for shits and giggles and she says yes she's like yes and they get married (laughs) and it's an insane premise and it looks yeah like dog shit but i'm like kind of yeah i'm like that's gonna be hilarious (laughs) it is a very funny premise just because like you the people that actually do that like some of them like this is like what they actually think is a possibility yeah 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 it's like what if those people were right what if this happened yeah this is what would actually go down um so those are our most anticipated movies of next year. <laughs> yeah, as long as Owen Wilson says, wow. <laughs> it's a great impression. Um, this next one comes from Lukewarm, and it's, I remember you guys talking about making a Cars cast movie or short film in some past episodes. Are you guys ever going to do that? Mm. I would personally love to see it. Uh, we are eventually going to do that. Yeah. We're definitely going to yeah. do that. Hey, the, yeah, some stuff came up, like, because it was near the beginning of the pandemic where that was the idea originally. Yeah. And then I realized that the film, because I actually like spent like a little bit of time workshopping with like patrons, or mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the idea for the film would have been such a insane amount of work <laughs> for how bad it was going to be. It was going to be bad. It was an insane. So I had to shelve it. And not bad because of the, the like, focus group thing it was like my ability to execute the idea they all came up with would have been bad i remember the idea it was a tough one it's a tough one. yeah yeah <laughs> um so uh we just kind of shelved it but we like the idea and i think we will do that yeah in the future um this next one and final one comes from caroline 0117 and it's i'm going to wisconsin and chicago for spring break and i have never been do you guys have any local chicago recommendations like coffee shops or restaurants um what uh yeah (laughs) you gotta go to the the capital one cafe for the best cup of coffee in chicago (laughs) they make a mean joe they make (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, that that's a Dan White Twitter joke. Yeah, but it's it is a real uh, place. It's it is a real. It's place. on Southport. It's, it's a, yeah. And the th- um, I've been there. It's just Pete's Coffee. It's not like a <laughs> Capital One brand. It's just Pete's. Um. So yeah. yeah. The um. Yeah, I I mean in Chicago. So my brother. Did they say they were going to Wisconsin? Wisconsin and Chicago. Okay, so I don't. I guess we'll have to answer for Chicago because Wisconsin is quite big. So Definitely I don't know if they're going to like Milwaukee or they're going to like Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are cool places, though. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff to do. I was just in Milwaukee a few months ago. Um, but yeah, Chicago, we can, we can definitely answer this. Yeah. So go to the Art Institute for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the Art Institute, in the basement, there is the miniature rooms. That's the best part. It's is Wes Anderson's favorite part of the museum. Yep. Uh, it's all these like diorama, like dollhouse things that are of these different styles and time periods. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and also the rest of the museum is is really good as well. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of good paintings if you are a fan of painting. Yeah. Cool. Or, I guess not not if you're a fan of painting, paintings, if you're a fan of looking, looking at, at paintings. paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you like that, it's great. It's one of the best places in the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um also, yeah, I mean, there's you know, the kind of the joke stuff to do that actually is kind of fun, where mm-hmm. like going to the bean. Yeah. It's like that's the the joke is to see the bean, but right. also you should see it. It's it's, funny. it's pretty funny. Yeah. And you take a selfie with the bit. bean, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, what what would you say is your favorite like touristy thing to do in chicago i feel like you covered a lot of the touristy stuff um yeah i guess there's the 606 oh yeah yeah the 606 is a cool walk uh it's yeah if you if you got that's if you have i think like uh you know you're there for more than a couple days yeah if that's kind of going it's like through not quite the the like main downtown area it's like a little bit north yeah mostly um, but it's a really nice walk, and you can take stops all along the way and like, yep. go through the streets and stuff. If we're talking restaurants, which I I think was part of the question, I would mm-hmm. say check out Fulton Market in the West Loop area. A lot of the restaurants are kind of pricey, but that's like supposedly like the food hub of Chicago, and Chicago's already like a yeah. foodie city, so that's like you know it's. I had like Italian there once. And it was like the best dinner I've ever had. It was really amazing. Um, you should also check out uh, if you're in the Logan Square area. There's a place called Taxum, which is Greek food, Greek and Mediterranean, and it is one of my favorite places to go. It's got like a really cool rooftop, got great food, cool environment. Um, if we're talking coffee, I'm not as good at that. <laughs> I can't. Yeah come up with a i mean there's just like it's there's so many like it's hard to pick one really good one collectivo yeah, is a chain but they're like the the starbucks the starbucks yeah the local starbucks, the starbucks on clark they they do it right they do it like every other starbucks um but <laughs> uh they do it right they do it right collectivo though they're really good in my opinion um and yeah, if you have the time, you should check out Chinatown. They got a lot of really great food Ooh, down there. Yes. It's also just a really cool part of town. Lao Zhejuan is my favorite restaurant there. It's yeah. like at the very far end of that like 
big um, shopping complex mm-hmm. near the, yep. the, the I know. stop. Yeah, so that's that's my favorite restaurant there. There's a couple other locations. There's like one in Uptown and also one in Magnificent Mile, but that's like the original one in Chinatown is the best one I've had. Damn. Uh, all three, and that's the that's, and also it's like cheaper. Yeah, yeah, as well. Then like the one in you know Mag Miles like so expensive. Yeah. Um, if you want a good Chicago dog, this is a realization I just came to. You can check out yeah. Portillo's. It's pretty solid. Portillo's does it. They do it nice. Um, yeah. But there's a place I recently discovered. It's a little bit outside of town, but it's called Super Dog, and it's like one of those old. <laughs> it's one of like those old school ones, like kind of like a Sonic or A and W, where it's like they bring it to your car. It is the yeah. best hot dog you'll get in Chicago. It's so That's good. So funny. Uh, now, Super Dog. I used to. I used to have a really good recommendation for the Vienna Beef Factory. Mm-hmm store and cafe but it, they they closed Shut it down they it's still open but it's like in a way different location yeah um i've never been to that one yeah now in terms of more upscale this would be my last restaurant recommendation if you're feeling barbecue green street meats in west loop which is like Ooh, as carson said the food that's capital. The place green street meats i took my brother there he lives in austin texas uh well known as one of the best barbecue cities um barbecue cities in like you know t- like one of the top cities for barbecue in america mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, yes, this barbecue is as good as Austin barbecue. Wow. That's high praise. Now you got me wanting to check it out. What's the, oh, it's really what's good. the name again? Uh, it's called Green Street Meats. Green Street Meats. Okay. Yeah, it's it's in that, you know, West Loop, like all the, the food yeah. places. Right in the middle of all that. Sweet. Yeah. That was a pretty thorough recommendation. I mean, really, for rec- for restaurants. For rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i was gonna say also uh sears tower so it's like now called the willis mm-hmm. tower you if you like want you can go all the way to the top of that mm-hmm. and then stand on that like glass box and look down it's kind of yeah i mean that's like a definitely a big tourist thing to do. yeah it's the first thing Finally i did get a very good view of the city when yeah. I chicago it's like a must do must see um cool well that does it for questions we can wrap things up we'll we'll start we can wrap it up like we can just do the thing where carson's like here's a review here's a review like five stars nice hair carsten yeah yeah but honestly before we get into review we'll we'll announce the next movie for next week um jeff do you have a recommendation before i i throw out this idea um um i want to hear what you have to say i was gonna say uh, there's this thing on Netflix. It's technically a mini series, but it's the length of a normal short movie. It's like 97 minutes total, but it's called The House, and it's that new stop motion movie thing with like cats that all live in a house, and it's supposed to be really. They're saying it's like a dark Wes Anderson movie, but like it looks kind of goofy. Um, interesting. It's it could be worth checking out. Um. I'll I'll send you. The... Yeah, I mean, I could be. Yeah, I would say that should be what we should run with. Okay, it's thankfully not that long, yeah. which is why I was like, you know what, why not? But uh, yeah, let's let's do it. I'll, I'll I'll think of something for the following week. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, um, I, let's go with your idea, Karsten. Usually, you have pretty good ideas. That's one of the things I like about you. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Clearly, you know the barbecue though, so that's yeah great um next we like to read a review because we love hearing what you guys have to say about the podcasts we love hearing those reviews um this one comes from patron dr aneurysm 
uh, over in Ireland. And the subject line is uh, yum, five stars. And it's came for the Runquist, stayed for the Borslow. Please watch the live action Scooby-Doo mo- movies for an episode. We will watch one of them. But oh, oh yeah. I mean, I do actually like those. I, I saw those in theaters when I was a kid. They're they're a ton of fun. I feel like we do a yeah. pretty good episode on them. So yeah, I big fan. I mean, and also I've said before, uh, my favorite cartoon growing up was Scooby Doo. I'm huge, big into Scooby Doo. Big Scooby head. You know this about Jeff. I'm gonna be honest. Every now and then, I'll watch like one of the newer ones. Like yeah, I want to feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen? I, I still Scoob? I still watch Scooby Doo sometimes. Scoob. I yeah. dude, I I. I watched half of it and turned it off. I was like, "No, nah, this isn't this isn't right." <laughs> that's not that's not Scooby. Um, nah, that wasn't right, dude. Um, okay. Also, they can't they can't do Matthew Lillard like that. No, he's the only Shaggy, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, now obviously Casey Kasem was Shaggy. But yeah, yeah, Matthew Lillard's like the the heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. And they they're like, "Nah, you're we're kicking you out for Scoob." Like, nah, I can't do that to him. No, can't support that. Um. Well, we're not talking about Scoob. We'll talk about Scooby-Doo, though. We'll talk about one of the live action. Yeah. Um, lastly, we'd like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash Karstcast. Karsten <laughs> Rundquist. That's not the name. Um, I'm off my game today. But these guys, you guys are what keep the podcast afloat. Bunch of lovely folks over there. And the best part is that you get tons of cool perks. Uh, like bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, which we're about to do, and Zoom Hangouts, which we're going to do the January one beginning of February. So you're going to get two in February, but you're getting that Zoom Hangout yep. just to let all the patrons know. Uh, yeah, we're going to be hanging out. You, me, or you could bring a friend. Yep. We're going to just be hanging out with Carson Rehnquist, pestering him with questions. All say, these questions. wow, Carson, it's amazing that you had half a million subscribers on youtube how do yep. you do it and it's i just eat this Congrats cheese again though by the way carson runquist we didn't mention that we didn't mention that yeah and hit the big five zero 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 big number it's it doesn't really it doesn't work when it doesn't you, work when you, when you, you say all the zeros say, you, that's it's more like you're supposed to have one number and then a zero <laughs> it's like you're it's like oh the big five oh yeah yeah or when you turn 50 i it doesn't yeah I thank you everybody for subscribing. It's a lot of people and feels mm-hmm. feels really nice. So thank you so much. Um yeah. Maybe one day I'll subscribe. Maybe one day. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm going to thank all 500,000 of you in this Patreon shout out. I don't know what that joke is supposed yeah. to be. Um thank you. Like, like they're all gonna, it wouldn't be a Patreon no, shout out. No, it'd be I don't think we'd be doing a podcast if I had we had five hundred thousand patrons. We'd be living uh, comfortably. Well, we would be doing. We a podcast would have to, That's what they'd be paying. That's us the for. one thing we'd have to be doing. Um, thank you, <laughs> Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Antonio DeMarco, Blake Root, Boat, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Coop, David, David, Sir, Eden, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson, Good Night, Tail, Grant Gow, Harry Remedianakis, Jaden Easton, John Van Hout, Judith, Carson, do a backflip. KDT, let's change the Google search results for PTA, Live Rob, Lukewarm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Duff, Marilee Borslow, Meridian, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Nathan Worley, Nora B., Owen Felton, 
Riley Oss, Sean Kenny recommends An American Tale in Fievel Goes West. Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Smitty Werben, Jagerman Jensen, The Raccoon from Airbud, Seventh Inning Fetch, Tom Lakes Beans, Vegard Strom, Wes Kinley, What Would You Do If When You Okay So He Said Yes Would Go, Wiley Todd, Xavier Fossier, Yusef A. Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. Now, that's a good point, That what the, the yeah. an American tale. Yep. You know, because we've mentioned it many times. Uh-huh. Uh, have I forget? Have you ever seen an American Tale? Never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, that might be what we watch after this next episode. I think we should. That might be the move. I like I think that. That's it. Yep. All right. Yep. Dude, as all I, all you know about it is that the main character is a Jewish mouse named Fievel Mouskowitz. <laughs> <laughs> I've known about it for so long from you, but I've never actually seen it. So I'm really, I'm genuinely yeah, pumped. So that's that is what we were going to do. Next week is the house. Uh, the house. A movie about stop motion cats, cats, and uh, following week animated mice. Yep, yeah, that that should be fun. Um, All right. Well, do you have anything else to say, Carson? Run, Jeff. I don't have anything else to say other than I hope you have a better well, then, week next week. Yeah, hope hope so. <laughs> you know, but we do what we can, Carson. Who knows? You know, my week's always better talking to you, though. Hey, right back at you. Uh, well, uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Thank you.